right. It's another day. It's another episode of your daily scrum with professional scrum trainers. Todd Miller. Right oh, I messed up the finger thing already. You wrote a book. Fixing your book scrum. Good. It's over there. <laughs> we just wrapped up a product owner course, mm-hmm. and I think we just need to get to the question, Todd. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Like and subscribe. Look at the description. Leave us comments. Do all that stuff. <laughs> all right, Todd, we got this question actually in our product owner class. Mm-hmm. Someone said, help. People are doubting the the order of product backlog items in the product backlog. And how do I, as a product owner, handle that? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Todd? Well, it's definitely the product owner's job to handle it. Um, well, that's I, insightful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that this is one of the challenges of product ownership that you just have to be armed with why all the time, right? Uh, and why you made the decisions to order it the way that you ordered it. Because when you stand there and say, because I'm the product owner and I said so, that's not good enough. Right? Now go to your room. Yeah. What data do you have to back this up? I hope you do have some. I hope that uh, I did a something like I did a customer survey and this was the theme that I heard coming out of it or, you know, all my indications from the usage of this feature in production leads me to think that this one is going to be very similar to that. Right. Um, I, I, I really, uh, I really hope that you're armed with that data. If you're not start to get it, cause you're going to get this question, right? A lot. It's going to happen a lot. Um, and people are going to doubt you and stakeholders are going to demand to know why their pet thing didn't make it up front. And look, the other thing we have to come to terms with is uncertainty, right? There's complexity in our space. There's risk. There's always, look, you're always wrong. The order of the product backlog will never be perfect. And that's why we work in very small cycles, small feedback loops. We deliver as soon as responsibly possible. We get that feedback. We get that alignment to customer. We have our great sprint reviews. We do our, we do all the all of the events the way that the Scrum Guide tells us to because we're trying to reduce risk through delivery and feedback. Mm-hmm. And so your product backlog, regardless of how much time and effort and how pretty you've made it, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get it a little bit better is to do something, build something, get to your definition of done, get it shipped, get some feedback. And so get comfortable with the fact that you're wrong. And that's good, right? You have an ordered product backlog. It's wrong by default because it's never perfect. But through delivery, we validate value. We learn what's important. We inspect and adapt. Those are not, that's not just hand waving. It's actually, we take a look at what we did. We look at the feedback we got and we make changes based off of what we learned. Hmm. And then then we're just a little bit better. We're closer to being right. And uh, each and every sprint, it gets better. Yeah. Yeah, we have to be okay with this. And, you know, I I also would, um, I wonder who's going to doubt this. Uh, So let's talk about that, maybe. Um, Developers could doubt it. So that if developers are doubting it and asking a lot of questions about it, I always... um, I always try to internally reflect and see if I'm doing a good job enough and getting them behind the why of what, what, what my decision-making is. Yeah. I, I, I have to be really open about the decisions why I made them. And, you know, honestly, heck Ryan, every now and then I'll just be like, I just, I feel like this is going to be good. That's what I got. That's why, you know, and I'm honest and that's just the way it is. Um, sometimes I'll be back with data. Sometimes I'll be like, cause this person's breathing down my neck. Um, so it, the way that I approach and 
discuss that with the developers is maybe a little bit different than stakeholders. Yeah, even with the devs, sometimes I'm like, what what do you know that I don't? You know, show me something good. And sometimes they pull out some data like, hey, this feature is not being used, but if we shift it here and they make a case, I'm like, you know what? Let's roll. And Or sometimes I'm like, hey, next sprint, that sounds awesome. I mean, it, it's that open dialogue, right? We're supposed to have a well-understood product backlog, which means you know everyone's taking a look at it. You know, we've got some ideas on what's going on. And, you know, sometimes to your point, Todd, it's our best guess. And we're going to deliver as soon as responsibly possible to see, you know, whether we're on or we're off. And that's mm. part of product management. Really Getting is. comfortable with the uncertainty, but we're using Scrum to, to reduce that risk, to limit that risk, and uh, to get feedback quicker. So take advantage of the framework, and then the risk tends to burn down, and we get to what's important, and uh, things tend to work out. Yeah. All right. We hope that's helpful. Good question. Good question. Yeah, it was a good question from class. Uh, like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Check out our socials. Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter are pretty active. Our free courses are going to pop up. They're right here on YouTube. They're playlists that you can check out on the Scrum Framework and on Evidence-Based Management. Some merch is also there. If you need a new hoodie, that Squirrel Burger hoodie is pretty sweet and was very popular, apparently, at some recent conferences. Um, leave your questions in the comments below. We'd love to hear your thoughts and follow-ups. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll turn into future videos. For Todd, I'm Ryan. Go forward. Do some great product owner things. Story points are trash. <laughs> See you next time.